When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SCP-507, Reluctant Dimension Hopper. Most of the SCPs on the list are things alien to our existence, in one way or another. We're not sure how or why they exist, and there's little for us to relate to when discussing them. There are SCPs, however, that are in most ways normal humans, and they need to eat, sleep, and go to the bathroom, like the rest of us, but something makes them quite unique. Most of these anomalous humans end up being somewhat depressing, in some fashion, due to being confined for the rest of their lives by the Foundation, or their anomalous property affects them in a very negative way. It's this aspect that we'll focus on today, while discussing SCP-507. As I mentioned, 507 is a normal human in practically every way, Caucasian, blonde hair with green eyes, and somewhat overweight. He needs to eat, drink, and sleep, and possesses no special physical or biological traits. This is often unfortunate for him, however, as his anomalous property forces him to occasionally shift into another dimension or reality. These shifts are spontaneous, even occurring while sleeping or using the bathroom and 507 has no control over when he shifts into another dimension, or when he shifts back. These alternate dimensions vary wildly, with some being only slightly different from our baseline reality, and others drastically different, featuring dangerous entities or conditions. 507's containment procedures mainly involve him being constantly monitored, and although he is allowed much more freedom than most SCPs, he is still normally confined to a Foundation facility. He has a tracking device implanted in him so that the Foundation can easily retrieve him after a shift, as he rarely pops back up where he left. After retrieval, he'll generally give a report on the dimension he visited, as well as potentially make any requests, such as a flashlight he can carry, or a gun that shoots rubber bullets. It is possible for someone else to travel with 507 if they are touching him when he shifts, but after the Foundation inadvertently discovered this, losing an agent in the process, they established a new protocol that no one is allowed to touch 507 after two weeks from him returning from a shift. They learned that there's always a period of at least two weeks between shifts, which gives 507 at least some time to rest safely. The main bulk of 507's article, then, is comprised of a log recording all of his shifts since arriving in the Foundation's custody. There's simply too many here for me to go over all of them in detail, and likely more will continue to be added as time goes on, so I'd encourage you to read through them yourself if you're interested. In one dimension, 507 was left in complete darkness, and began to fumble around looking for a light or a way out but after hearing something like soft breathing nearby, decided to just stop and wait it out. 
507 later shifted back to what seemed like the same location, but now had a flashlight that he carried with him. He turned on the flashlight and saw a man in a business suit with an impossibly wide smile leaning only inches from his face. The smiling man asked, Back so soon? Causing 507 to switch off the flashlight, discharge all of his rubber bullets from his gun, and crawl into a corner. Another time, in apparently the same dimension, 507 heard muted breathing again, and began wandering around in the darkness until he saw a light source at the end of a corridor. As he grew closer, the light grew in intensity, and 507 began experiencing a searing pain, causing him to pass out. When he was retrieved, the top layer of his epidermis had been found to be burned away, and he was wearing a pair of large sunglasses, although 507 didn't know where they came from. 507 traveled to this dimension yet again, turned on his flashlight, and found the smiling man in front of him, with a mysterious brown liquid leaking from behind his sunglasses. The smiling man asked, Why did you do this? Before wiping some of the brown liquid and rubbing it on 507's cheek, causing him to push the smiling man away. Now he noticed that the smiling man's suit contained several holes, with brown liquid trailing down from them. 507 attempted to shoot his pistol at the entity, but it failed to fire, causing him to flee and hide for the rest of the shift. In another instance, 507 traveled to a forest and grew hungry, so he ate some of the local plant life. The plants then unleashed some form of a telepathic scream in response, causing him to abstain from eating anything. The following day, however, he grew hungry enough to deal with the screams and ate some of the plants. Sometime later, 507 traveled back to this dimension, but this time the plants apparently remembered him and screamed non-stop for four days. Later, he returned to this dimension again, but this time the plants remained silent, and so 507 climbed to the top of a nearby hill to get a lay of the land. He saw that the forest was thick with trees in all directions, and surrounding the forest was a massive blue dome. There have been a number of times that 507 has shifted into a dimension and encountered an analog to the SCP Foundation. In one dimension, the Foundation was known as the Society for Containment of the Paranormal, possessing a strong British influence, and was opposed by the Covert Occult Group and the Church of the Mending God. 507 was detained as an intruder and repeatedly questioned until he shifted back. Another time, 507 was gone from our dimension for three months, during which he encountered another Foundation equivalent, but this time managed to become a member of their personnel. 507 managed to learn about several SCPs that our Foundation did not know about, allowing them to later retrieve them, and was working in the field to retrieve another one when he finally shifted back. Curiously, our Foundation had sent an MTF to retrieve the same SCP during that time, suggesting an unusual potential connection between the two dimensions. In another dimension, 507 found that their Foundation equivalent had inverted all of the offices and containment chambers, so that the Foundation personnel were being contained due to their ability to create dangerous experiments, and the containment staff consisted of anomalous humanoids, 
although more docile than our reality's versions. Due to this, the facility was filled with mimetic hazards and other dangers, and it is unknown how a more drastic scenario had not already occurred there. Other times, 507 has actually encountered other versions of himself. In one reality, 507 found himself in the midst of a snowstorm, drastically unprepared. Before he succumbed to exposure, however, he was rescued by another man and pulled into a cave. 507 was led to an underground hot spring to recover, and was soon joined by the man, who turned out to be another version of himself. The conversation between the two is unlogged, but 507 noticed that this version of him had scarring across his torso and at the bases of his limbs. In a more notable example, the Foundation found two 507s in his containment chamber who had been talking for some time. Both of them admitted to encountering the Smiling Man, showing a potential connection between the Entity and all versions of 507. Both of them had also decided not to admit which one belonged to this dimension and which one was the Visitor. While talking, one of the 507s disappears and the doctor asks the remaining one what the difference between their realities was. The remaining 507 says that in the other's reality, Lincoln was killed by his vice president, instead of by General Lee. The doctor informs him that in this reality, Booth assassinated Lincoln. We're informed that testing revealed that 507's ability has no biological basing, as severed pieces still shift along with the main body, suggesting the Foundation maimed that version of 507 in some way before he shifted back. Our version of 507 returned a few days later, and was not informed of the incident. Like I said, 507 is not a particularly cheerful tale, as he lives his entire life either trapped in a Foundation facility, or teleporting off to an alien world. Some of these are nightmarish and horrific, filled with spiders, hostile aliens, or hazardous environments, while others are surprisingly pleasant. One dimension was so perfect that 507 attempted to commit suicide after returning because nothing could compare. While 507 is ripe for creative writing due to the infinite number of alternate dimensions he could travel to, it's also interesting due to some of the questions that go unanswered such as why he hasn't shifted into a dimension where he's encased in rock, or on a planet with no breathable air. Despite the limitless amount of potential dangers, 507 always manages to make it back home, and most of the time in relatively good spirits. Although I would never want a life like 507's, I certainly enjoy reading about it.